Declaring a Thanksgiving holiday during a war? Who knew? I'll share the deets in a minute. Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tonya Brockett. Being thankful leads to good things that give us more to be thankful for. Today, I'll dip into a smidge of history of the U.S. Thanksgiving celebration and talk about how gratitude can improve all our lives. Greetings, worthy tribe. Tanya here, and I appreciate your joining me on the Write Something Worthy podcast. Today, let's talk about thankfulness as we in the U.S. move into the holiday season. Each November, we celebrate Thanksgiving Day. Now, I grew up when we thought of Thanksgiving being Plymouth Rock and Pilgrims and Native Americans, you know, from way back in 1621, right? What I never knew at that time was that it was after the start and in the midst of the Civil War that President Abraham Lincoln declared it a national holiday in the midst of the Civil War. So Thanksgiving, something to be thankful for, came out of a horrendous time in our nation back in 1863. So, and if I date myself, that was 100 years before I was born. So this is all, by the way, uh, according to uh, history.com. So go to history.com and you can read so much more and they have some great videos as well. So then, you know, as I'm growing up, I didn't know about this Abe Lincoln thing back then. But then as I was growing up, we always saw the Macy's Parade, right? The Macy's Parade started back in about, what, 1924? And it still draws a crowd of millions to New York every year to celebrate all the big hot air balloons and the parades and the marching bands and everything else that are associated with that tradition. Just incredible. And then, then we advance forward to about 1989 or so when George H.W. Bush as president decided to start pardoning the uh, Thanksgiving turkeys. And so ever since then, we've had that tradition, right? We pardon the turkey every Thanksgiving at the White House in the U.S., so, what's interesting, though, is, you know, when you look back at history of what the pilgrims, quote-unquote, did during the um, traditional feast that was the whole instigator for the Thanksgiving holiday at all, they probably did not have turkey or pumpkin pie or any of those sweet cranberry treats and everything else that we do now. That's Fine, you, you build on tradition. But one thing that they likely had was lobster. I could so get behind that. I would not mind a big, you know, two to ten pound lobster sitting in the middle of my table on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. 
But anyway, despite all of that, aside from the whole U.S. holiday, you know, I've learned that that being thankful or expressing gratitude is just a way to create a good, positive energy to the events and the experience of our lives. According to Harvard Health, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. That's what they say. And because we are encouraged to be grateful for all the good people and circumstances and things that come into our lives, it often helps us to recognize that there is something, at least partially, greater than ourselves at work. And that we co-create the goodness that we experience. I know I've talked about gratitude here before as one of the top 10 tips for nonfiction authors, for example, in episode 42. You can go refresh your memory as you wish. But this isn't a conversation or an emotion to express only once. Gratitude is a way of being that can increase the joy that you experience in everyday life. The more you express gratitude for all that you have now, the more good things arrive to be grateful for, the more good things tend to show up. So there are many ways to summon this attitude of gratitude, the spirit of gratitude. The Harvard article, though, had a good one that I think is worth noting. And it's really simple. It's thank you cards. You know those things that you actually got in the mail when you used to go to weddings, for example, and the bride and the groom would send you a little note card that said, thank you for your gift of X, Y, and Z. We're going to use it in our new home and blah, blah, blah. Right? Those thank you cards? Well, (laughs) I know there's certain occasions where the thank you cards are the norm, but the article was suggesting more than that. It was recommending the sending of a card or a letter or even making the pronouncement face-to-face once per month to someone who has made a positive impact in your life. So whether they realize it or not, Just because, send a thank you card or a letter. I like that idea. And, you know, I want to take that a step further. Sometimes, on occasion, maybe send a handwritten note card instead of an email. Wow. How different is that, right? Since so much communication is done electronically these days, It is so rare to receive a handwritten note. How delightful is that, right? When you get something in the mail that somebody actually 
used their hand and a pen and ink and wrote on the envelope. And then actually, when you open it up, it's not just a card that they signed their name to, but it's actually a note that they wrote. That is a wonderful expression of gratitude. That is a great way to show that you're thankful. If you're an old head like me, you might uh, even remember the old days of having a pen pal, right? And sending letters back and forth to somebody that you wrote in longhand, probably on line paper, you know? In this case, though, for the, the Harvard thank you notes, you, you don't expect a reply or acknowledgement. You're just expressing your gratitude and, you know, you just bless that note with love so that the recipient can feel the joy in that note and really feel that gratitude and be appreciative of the time you took to actually write that note, address it to them by hand, put that stamp on it, send it in the mail. That is a true expression of gratitude. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I've talked previously about um, writing three to five things each day to be grateful for is another way to summon gratitude and thankfulness. Writing these things down before the morning gets started, before you get busy with your day, is a great way to express gratitude so that you can be in the positive spirit before you head out in the morning. The late Wayne Dyer shared how he expressed gratitude before he got out of bed each morning. Puts his feet on the floor and expresses that gratitude. When talking about money, Ken Honda suggested saying arigato when money comes in and when money comes out. Being in that attitude of gratitude, it is so much more pleasant than just grousing around through life, right? I mean, yeah, it is so unexciting to wake up and just start bitching. Sorry, <laughs> excuse my language, but I mean, that's really what a lot of people do. They just start right off the bat. What if you could just make one shift in your day and instead of waking up bitching, you wake up with gratitude. You wake up and you say, you know what? <sighs> I'm glad I have air to breathe this morning. If that's the only thing you can think of, then great, do it. I am glad that I have air to breathe this morning. But I'm sure that if you just thought for a moment, there might be other things you could be grateful for. The fact that you had a bed to wake up from, to get out of, the fact that you have a roof over your head if you do. There are so many simple things that we can be grateful for each day that if we could just allow ourselves to express the gratitude for those, then it could shift the energy that we need to function in our day in a positive way. Now, I totally understand and know that sometimes, especially after a week like we've had here this past week, there are so many tragic events that have taken place that have taken our loved ones away, for example, it can be really difficult to feel grateful at those times. How can you be thankful when someone you love is no longer with you? 
my suggestion is to shift the timeline. Be grateful for the time that you had with them and treasure the joyful memories, the laughter, the way they smiled, the silly jokes that they told, or the way that they looked at you with love in their eyes. Just treasure that. Treasure that. Be thankful for it. Had you not had those wonderful moments, you wouldn't know what to miss because you would not have experienced it. So you can be grateful for the experience. And then once you've enjoyed those memories, come back to the present moment and enjoy the memories that you can make right now. Be someone now that you and others can be grateful for later. Stay in your present moment with gratitude, seeking and knowing that other opportunities to be grateful are still before you. When I grew up, one thing that we had uh, to be grateful for and have fun with were a few TV shows that we used to watch every holiday season, right? They became the holiday traditions between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and and it brightened our our spirits. So one of those was, you know, traditional Charlie Brown, right? Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, we enjoyed that. Then there was the 1969 classic, J.T., with Kevin Hooks and Janae Dubois, my goodness, my family watched that every year with great intensity, great emotion. That was such a touching movie. And as my girls grew up, there was the bear in the big blue house. <laughs> we love bear. They had holiday shows, you know, we had the Halloween, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas. We still watch those shows. When we get together, my daughters are, you know, they're uh, 18 and up right now. And we love it. We love the songs. We love the messages that they had in those shows. We had all of them on videotape. So now, at long last, they are streaming on Disney Plus, And I'm so happy because now we can watch them without having to stick a tape in somebody's VCR, right? It is those memories that come with those um, entertainment experiences that, you know, can just give you that feel-good feeling. Something to be grateful for. It was a moment where your family got together and enjoyed something, right? So, in our case, Bear in the Big Blue House had positive messages to share that we just adored and our girls and I would watch them all the time, and it's just wonderful. We're thankful to have Bear in the blue, Big Blue House. <laughs> oh, but I'm sure that if you were to think back on uh, years past, you might find that there are joyful memories that you can hold on to that were fun. 
Yes, everybody can find things that are not so fun, but that's not where you want to focus your energy, right? You want to focus your energy on those things that actually make you feel good. However small, however brief, think on those good things and then allow yourself to be in your present moment expecting more good thing to be your future. So I hope that you will choose to find something to be grateful for, to be thankful for, to enjoy, to feel good about this coming holiday season. And I hope that you will find that there truly is something every day that you can be grateful for. And if you look for those things, then you will continue to find something else to be grateful for, and then something else to be grateful for, and then something more. So here's hoping that you have a lot of grateful moments, a lot of memories to be thankful for, and that you have a joyous holiday season, however you celebrate. Okay. It is time again for our Abundant Author Affirmation. Write it down if it resonates with you. Post it wherever you'll see it and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. I choose to be thankful for any and all good that is in my life today. I choose to be thankful for any and all good that is in my life today. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much for being with me this week. I really appreciate your presence. And remember that when you look for things to be thankful for, the events, the people, the circumstances, all of that that you're thankful for will emerge. So be thankful now so that you have more to be thankful for later. Let me know what you're thankful for this week. I would love to hear from you. Really, for real. You don't have to do a handwritten note. I I would accept an email. But take a moment to send that email to podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. And you can always, always take a moment to download, subscribe, and join our Worthy Tribe for tribe-only content to support you in your writing and publishing journey. Because a thankful writer is a good writer. Thanks for listening today. Bye now. You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you'd like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode.